speak. Um, uh, make sure I'm in there. And also click this button here to say, this is good. Yeah, we're, we're live. It's definitely happening, which is exciting. I'm going to go in here. I'm going to click this button because everything's so professional. Uh, pin, pin. I've tweeted. People, it's happening. And now I'm going to follow the chat in a tiny little box here and try and keep on top of it all. It's all happening. We've got lots of people with us. Heel, Harvey, Toby, Matt, Gary, David. It's all, it's all kicking off. Everyone, we have Tim Dunn here. He's in the corner. He's tiny. That's no good. Let's, let's, get, let's get Tim up in large. Hello, everyone. No, it's, Tim it's, is it's here. Much better if I'm smaller. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Uh, what, it's seven o'clock, I think. I mean, yeah, I, th I feel like... I feel like things, this feels like a good time to start. Seven o'clock, that's the time we said we would. Um, afternoon, everyone. Uh, well, it's not afternoon, is it? It's evening, really, seven o'clock. Um, I have tea. Tim has wine, possibly. We have whiskey as well. That's for later. Uh, there, yeah, the wine is there, safely positioned. Um, welcome, welcome to, to Rail Natter, everyone. We have Tim Dunn off of uh, the architecture the railways built. Uh, did everyone watch oh, thank, it? Thank it was, you for having me. It was brilliant. You were on it and everyone watched it and it was terrific. And I, I, yeah, we've got lots of very, okay, people are confused by um, oh, the chat. The chat, it's all, it's all kicking off. Send your questions. This is live. So send your comments, questions. We'll address them. Um, today we're going to have lots of fun because Tim has brought, so I asked Tim to bring how many, like five to 10 photographs, right, that you're going to go through and describe. So we have 21 photographs to go through. <laughs> 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 it's a quick fire round this quick week. Fire. The thing, yeah, it's going to be quick. It is going to be quick fire. We're going to do. We're going to keep the time because um, otherwise Tim will just collapse face first into his wine because it's been. It's it's Wednesday and it's already been about two weeks worth of life in the last three days for poor. For Tim, right? <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So uh, I think I think let's not dither around in the intro. I think let, let's get cracking. Welcome to Rail Natter. This button. City two two five. It's nice and long. There's 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 music that goes with that, but we can't hear it on our side. Um, yeah. Uh, welcome. So Tim, we're here. Let's. To be honest, let's let's not dither around. Let's get cracking. Um, we've got we've got lots of people joining. Lots of people are saying things. Oh, there are. Okay. So we've, I suppose we'll point out because we have quite a few international viewers on here. Sincere apologies, but unless you use a clever VPN or something, you can't. We didn't say that. We didn't say that. You can't watch UK TV. <laughs> Off of out of the UK, um, as far as I can tell, that's probably right, isn't it, Tim? It's a, it, at the moment it's a UK borders thing. Um, it's not. It might find its way elsewhere, but at the moment you have to be in the UK to watch it or watch it and catch up. I think that's right. Yeah, because it, it was it's it's commissioned by uh, the Yesterday Channel, which is a UK TV company. Um, so you obviously get first dibs on it, and uh, so it's although it is uh, what two thirds UK buildings and structures and engineering, and one third international. Um, it currently isn't yet available overseas, unless of course you do somehow go to the UK TV website player thing with a VPN, uh, which None of us I, I wouldn't though. suggest no, no. anyone tries to do that. No. Um, 
but yeah, it, it, it's it's uh, yeah, it, it, it's mostly UK people. Uh, yes, I've put the link in the chat. If you scroll up, oh yes, uh, over over there, um, you can then scroll up and you can probably get the link to it. Uh, Marvelous, right? Uh, yes, episode one was last night, and it was it was it was. Um, you were live tweeting too. It was great. We were we were, we were following the live tweeting. <laughs> I was very surprised when Dave Gent appeared. I didn't. I, 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 I was like, "Who's Dave Dr. Gent?" Dave. Yeah, Doctor Dave. He's, Dr. Uh, Dave. he's one of my colleagues. He was at, uh, brilliant. Was at Atkins. Yeah, yeah. And it makes sense. He's, he's based in brilliant. Derby, and he's 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 very good at very specialised types of structure, as you know. Uh, and uh, yeah, he talked about Benelli, which was terrific. Um, right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to press this button, and then I'm going to press this button, and we're going to do this. Oh, there it is. So we've gone very small, and everyone can now see. Well, what can they see, Tim? I, I, I don't think you've well, ever talked about this place. I can get my wine because, um, right? So I, I, <laughs> I, I, I like this is obviously the largest operating mechanical signal box in the world. Um, there is one larger, but it doesn't operate. It's the one's in Melbourne in Australia. This is Shrewsbury Seven Bridge Junction. Uh, and, of course, just out in the West Midlands in, in Shropshire. Um, and this is a remarkable London Northwestern Railway box that, I mean, architecturally, it isn't anything particularly unusual, apart from its absolute size. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, like a, it, it's, it's a modular building pretty standard pattern mm. that they just sort of extrapolated and 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 and, and multiplied up um and and we managed to get access to it uh and it, it's a building that i've i've gone past a hundred times um you know since i used to use wrexham and shropshire railway to go up to, to shropshire mm. uh up to up to now on on avanti trains um and and i've gone past it and what's it like inside what, what is it like inside mm. And oh, it was on my list of, of, of places I wanted to go for the series. Uh, out of 400, it made the final cut oh. of, of 40. Um, so, yes, I, used, I yeah. used to go past. I used to go past this a lot as well. So my parents live um, near Aberystwyth. So I used to go past it regularly when I was going from Edinburgh as a student down to see, to see my folks. And every time I'd go past it, I'd see it and it'd be like, this thing is, um, they've, 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 <laughs> they've stretched this. It, this is one of those things where it's someone's massive. got excitable on paint. And made it too big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've said th th this is by the kind of the diamond crossings between mm. uh, it and Shrewsbury station platforms. Um, and in the episode we actually go to later on in the series, we do we actually go and look at Shrewsbury station itself, the building, which, yeah, which is a glorious structure. Mm. Uh, in fact, it extended it about 120 years ago by extending it downwards the Shrewsbury station building that she's kind of burrowed underneath it shored the whole building up and put a new story in underneath where the booking hall is now um and it's covered in gargoyles and so on uh, uh that have been carved in the face uh, faces allegedly of the people working on it but, um so we go and we, we, i know uh we, we go and meet a local historian who knows this building really well and we met a really really lovely chap who one of the network rail guys who took us to go into this building so we went down the platforms we we're giving a safety briefing oh there's a picture the next picture yeah you can see us uh traipsing across this zigzag path um and that was i, I was i need to take a picture of this. this this is great uh and we we we, we head across with all our cameras on 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 little sort of trolleys to go look inside this thing and the network rail guys were so helpful because I mean, they know they've got this fun signal because everyone loves it, yeah. but they just love showing it off. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's sat in this wonderful um, latticework of track. The whole area is just like, it's yeah. a bit of a playground for, people, for railway nerds, really. There's all sorts of glorious stuff going on. 
Oh, yeah. And, and what's brilliant about this, of course, it's one of what? Is it three or four live boxes around Shrewsbury? Yeah, because there's so a huge got, one on um, the other end that I, you go past and you think, oh, that's the huge... And like, no, 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 it's the other side. So what's this thing? Yeah. So you've got, <laughs> you got, you got the Great Western-style one at the, at the top end, which is the, the Crew Junction one. And we actually filmed there for a bit as well, but didn't make the final cut, sadly. Because, again, you, you're trying to edit this stuff down to fit an hour of television, and you can't fit everything in. Um, and we had a whole day just mm. around the box uh, for, what, only about 16 minutes, I think, of footage in the end. Um that's how television works. You know, have a lot of cut-ins and asking questions again and so on. Um, yeah, it was just an absolute, absolute delight. So what's the, what's the next picture? What's Ooh, yeah, the next picture? Oh, here we go. Getting on to the good stuff now. People have been asking questions about levers already and how many are active. I think these pictures so, might start making the point. Yeah. So I, I want to show this one. Um, and just, you know, the, the, I, I've put, there's a really nice article that we've written um, in Rail magazine which, of course, is one of the, um, the kind of the main industry uh, magazines. Um, and that comes out on Saturday digitally. So you can read the whole kind of behind-the-scenes footage of, 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 of how we made the programme, how it came to be about, just so you know. I'm, I'm, I'm not giving out tonight how it, how it all came about and who, who fixed it for us. But um, that's in the magazine. But, but um, I think one of these pictures actually is in the magazine. And I just want to show you this because <laughs> you think, like, how do you get, how do you get a, a, a big uh, chair like that up into a signal yeah. box? And yeah, this isn't and just the answer like, is, yeah. is, yeah, is two blokes and a big bit of rope. Um, <laughs> Paul and Hardy style. Yeah. Yeah, so again, a brilliant day. So this is looking at the trap diagram, which is uh, fairly accurate. Obviously, some lines are missing off that one that you can see there now. Um, but you can tell that you, you see the levers on the, on the left-hand side, just, just for just reference. Mm. Um, the white one's no longer in use. The red ones are, uh, I looked to me up, signals. And I think the blue ones are the, are the, the points. So uh, for, for memory. Um Again, if, if they're the same as the ones I grew up with on Westinghouse, because I, I grew up uh, from the age of about 11 operating signals in uh, sort of ex-London Transport and Southern Region signals at Beckenscott Model yeah, Railway, course, yeah, uh, the Model yeah. Village in Bucks. And the whole railway is about, is about 100, well, what, 90, 98 years old now. Um, and... Um, the the signal box it actually has ex British Rail equipment in it, so I grew up with these levers, uh, and so I, I I I know how signalling works, but not on not on the main line side. So to go up to this one was amazing, and you can see all the all the um, the block signal equipment's up there on on, on the left on that yeah, shelf yeah. that hangs down. Um, not all of it's being used, but I think it was I think it's something like a hundred and something levers of which the like fifty something are operating. So the majority of levers just are still being used, mm. despite a lot of the sidings coming out and, and so on. And for the foreseeable future, this box will be in in use because there's no point replacing it because it all works very well. Yeah. And there's no plans to change signalling with digital because. Works just fine. <laughs> they, they, yeah, they've got yeah, the benefit of being right at the interface of lots of different interlocking areas, uh, and the signal is yeah. coming shout at me now, which means it's kind of in a funny place where it doesn't, it doesn't need to be because it's on the interface. It usefully stay if it stays mechanical. It doesn't need to. It doesn't result in everything. It's not a blocker because it's at the interface, so it can just sort of sit there as a mechanical interlocking. It's it's brilliant. I, I love it. I love the lights illuminated in the background on on that absolutely delightful yeah. signalling plan. It's just and and, and they flick and change as you go. Um, and they actually let me after after a 
I mean, I've, 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 I've mucked around with signals on, on steam railways in the past. Um, and they were like, well, do you want to signal some trains in? And I was like, oh, what? Uh, should I be doing this? And, and they were like, well, we're here. You're wearing your high vis. We told you what to do. It's just pulling a lever, right? Um, and, and, and doing those, the, the, those points. So for about half an hour, they let they let me. They, they had a nice rest whilst um, whilst I had to do the bell codes, talking to um, the guys in the crew junction box and pulling levers. And honestly, pulling the levers and the, so the train waiting outside is coming from Wolverhampton or Birmingham, a West Midlands train. And I'm like, there's passengers on there waiting for me to pull this lever. I'm actually holding these passengers <laughs> up, and you suddenly felt this this sort of this, this real god. Um, it's quite good fun. It's lots of fun, and uh, just a, a, a lovely, lovely afternoon in in, in that box. Just I, I could spend a lot of time there, uh, just watching the systems going ping, 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 and talking to the, to the boxes. I mean, it, just again, it's just one thing, a, a really fun group. When, whenever you're you know big or small, mechanical signal boxes, they always have some source of. In this case, it's a lovely carbon monoxide producing like electric heater from 1987. Um, in other cases, there's like an actual fire. Yeah, that's probably fine. The <laughs> box. Yeah. And there's always yeah. a massive armchair. They're always like really comfortable. It's, it's a little bit of railway history that is petering out. And it's understandable. You know, we have a railway that's very intensive. That we have to move forwards. But it's, it's, it's a little bit of that warm nostalgia of sort of signal boxes with, a, with someone who's just sat in there. And it's like their second home. They've got their cup of tea. They've just made themselves a bait and sarny. And they're there flicking signals and pressing bells. And uh, it's just, it is wonderful. Um, it is yeah. wonderful. And there are loads, I mean, there are still dozens and dozens and dozens. I mean, I don't know how many, there's probably still in excess of 100, 200, I don't know, lots and lots of mechanical signal boxes still around, these little ones all over the place, particularly for level crossings, actually. Um, and so there are these little pockets of nostalgia sort of around the country. It's brilliant. It's really good. They're lovely. I, I mean, we can't certainly stay there forever, and, and, and they won't. Um, it's interesting. Uh, one of the things we found over, over the series is just how many different buildings have been repurposed for different things, mm. either within the railway or beyond. It's interesting to see how you know, some of them, like, like the signal box at York Station, for example, is now a Costa Coffee. Yeah. Um, uh, the one that we didn't go down to it, but the one that one of my favourite ones is down at Totnes, which is a great big, great Western box um, that you access off the footbridge, like, like at York, actually. Mm. But Totnes, there is a fantastic uh, cafe inside that one um one of my absolute favorites they, they, they do really good all-day breakfast um just just oh it's just lovely just bloody lovely um well, could you crack on oh yeah sorry it's you're right past. It's it's three past images. here's you grinning so, with oh, many that's me looking very happy um having pulled that lever uh great <laughs> right. the, the, the program is basically me uh just going around the country and, and europe pointing at things and going this is really interesting this is really clever because sometime about this thing and an expert coming to correct me and tell me <laughs> the fight the finer points the dates that i got wrong um but then them showing what they love so in, in that box we, we we meet some of the guys who actually are responsible for working it and maintaining it and we, we learn how it works and that that's a real privilege to be able to share sort of that behind the scenes building conservation because we always talk about trains right with the railways but this is a chance to celebrate some of the infrastructure behind it as well so and, you, and the historic side it, it, it's it's oh God, you're saying it, the right stuff. things to the infrastructure person tim that's why i love you so much you know there we are trains, <laughs> everyone loves trains but you know, there's, there's us infrastructure uh, heads and we kind of everyone talks about 
train fandom there you know there's an infrastructure underneath it too and this is why no 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 gareth no 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 no, not track so everything everything apart from track no one likes track right let's so um (laughs) let's crack on yeah let's crack on oh i mean this thing Oh yes, yes. So this is this just again, just just every part of this railway network that we 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 sort of crashed around. Um, uh, we we found little sort of things from the past, you know, unexpected that staff have left. So I, I think the um, in Shrewsbury box, there's a sign that says stuck on a window. My other car is a Deltic. Um, <laughs> uh, and, the, and and someone has obviously pinned this track safety badge from 1989-1990 and has stuck it to the wall behind the box at um, at uh, Crew Junction. I, I, just, I just quite liked that. It's just lots of lots of interesting reminders of the past uh, that we all know as, as railway people that we just we kind of have hanging around from our our distant past. Yeah, it's still yeah. part of our our workplaces. It's just very enjoyable. I'm aware that I must take care. Yeah, I like, I like that particular. It's actually when I was walking, so I got up and down the East Coast Main Line between York and Newcastle. I think you can see branding of every, of like the last sort of six, however many train operating companies there've been. Like the toilets in Newcastle still have the like the the pink East Coast branding, and then they've, you know, there's there's the BR. Obviously, there's lots of old BR stuff around York, and there's the whole the yeah. whole history there. Oh, and of course, all the old there's NER stuff and LNER stuff as well. It is nice to just see those little glimpses. And it makes I, a lot of people I, I, happy when we nod to it. As the modern railway, when we nod to it, it does make people happy. Yeah. I've, I've always said that, that buildings find it very hard to forget. Um, mm. and, and, and so a lot of the structures that, that we're all familiar on the railway with um, do have layers of history on them. Of course they do. <laughs> Whether it's from, from paint that, or wallpaper that's being uncovered of different eras or you know, the liveries, you have different functions. And it's really interesting to, just to see how they've been repurposed and, and, and different operating companies or, or, or systems have changed within them. You know, even the simple box, the interlocking system in there, which, which we, we, we show how it works. I mean, fascinating to me, I hope the others as well. Um, you, that, that's not the first interlocking system that's been in there. Yeah. You know, the, the several layers have been in there with these pulleys and wheels that have been replaced over the years. Uh, yeah. um, I'm going to ask oh, a quick question. I'll, I'll, go on, I'll, I'll go on the next one because it's a nice picture of King's Cross. We've had a quick question, which I think is quite nice. Um, Tim, was mm. any, this is from Richard Smith, Richard A.V. Smith. Tim, was anything less interesting or exciting in practice than you were expecting? Like the inside of a historic building turns out to be empty or something like that. Well, that's a really good question, actually. Um Well, actually, link, linked to this picture, linked to this Ooh. picture. So, so one of the episodes we go up into King's Cross and we do a whole study of King's Cross, which I love. And I, I, uh, King's Cross is one of my is probably in in my top three London stations. Um, my my second favourite, not quite sure. Um, if you can see behind it, platform zero over there in 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 in, in the background. Mm. Um, we had it wasn't less interesting it was just a horrible job what the, the producers got me to to clean um Ooh. to clean the uh or help clean the buffers and the track for one episode because we were, we were looking at how you know how do you maintain a grade one listed building in infrastructure today how do you do it and it actually happened to be a day that they, they'd shut the station for a, a total track possession to rebuild the station oh, through yeah. open tunnels uh last year 
and so I had a, a, a morning, early morning, where I was being filmed cleaning, uh, cleaning the track and the buffers. And you know, after about half an hour, yeah, okay, fine. Hour, I'm like, I'm, I'm done with this. And they're like, it's not clean enough. I'm like, I'm like really, really? Uh, and I like, clean it some more. I'm like, oh, oh, God. Great, I mean, t- um, that's, yeah, there is, there's a reason there are troughs underneath the trains in the platforms there because that lovely HST in the middle doesn't like to keep hold of the nasties that people drop into the toilet. So, uh, yeah, <coughs> washing them, yeah, washing that track. This is a long-term cough, not, not a COVID cough. Um, I'm, I'm just looking down the, the, this, this list here of builds are less interesting than I thought they would be. Um, because <laughs> I've got my list here, all my buildings oh, I went yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so I, I, I didn't get to go to all of them because I, I to, to make the programme, I, I had a sort of a mini sabbatical. So I had, uh, I had what? Because I, I do work full time, uh, and you have a job, yeah. uh, I do have a real job in 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 writing and, and editing and and uh, marketing stuff, um, as well as writing books and being a historian, researching and trying to publish stuff and uh, make television programs and uh, yes and so on, um, and be a curator at certain times. Um, I'm very very tired. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at this list list here. Uh, oh, I know. Yes, um, I didn't get to get all of them, so I, I went to about what uh, twelve hmm. them out of yeah, fifteen out of out of forty, I think. So a lot of them I didn't get to go to, but I did a lot of research and work with them on the research for it and, and fact checking. Um, but I I didn't. I didn't really like, to be honest, Dartmouth, uh, Dartmouth, because oh, interesting. inside Dartmouth Station, which of course is a station that's never seen a train mm, because yeah. it's on the on the wrong side of the River Dart, but it's it's a station for ticketing purposes, a, te- a technicality, uh, and the reason we went to it is also because it's an interesting story uh, across from Kingswear, but also uh, as a bit of a snub to my father. Uh, because my my dad used to work at British Rail Property Board, and he was the man that sold uh, the Dartmouth, uh, the, the Kingswear branch, to uh, William McAlpine's crew. So I thought, I'd... <laughs> uh, so went to go and see that, um, just to go. <laughs> just to, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, um, I, I I didn't really yeah because if you go inside the station building, there's not much of any of any historic. It's inside. It's nice outside, but nothing really interesting inside. So yeah, I'd, I'd probably say that's least at least interesting for me. Um, although it's an interesting story of the railway and why it's there. There's yeah. a building. Yeah, that's that, right. A perfect. Uh, it's a very good answer. Um, oh, there's an urgent question about where your scarf is. Uh, Tim's indoors, and normally people don't wear scarves indoors. Although it's an interesting point. Uh, thanks well, for. It has been known. <laughs> no, when our heater broke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right okay um, I, in fact actually I, I i don't because we filmed this series out in the same as last summer so we filmed it over june july and august um i thought where can i get the scarf in i've, I've, I've got to wear the scarf at some point so i actually wore it up mount snowden thinking it'll be really cold up mount snowden oh, no, no, no. it was really hot up mount snowden but by this point, I'd been wearing it for continuity reasons, and we couldn't take our train up. So I had to. So you'll see me wearing this scarf up Snowden, and, and, and we had of... to get me taking it off uh, at one point to show because I was baking hot on Mount Snowden. 
Brilliant. Oh dear. Right. Let's let's get back to the presentation. We've already segued. It was going to happen, wasn't it? We're we're back in. We're back. We're postage stamped again. Yeah, so this this is taken from um, from the clock tower that we went into up in Kingscross Station. So if you if you are on Kingscross Station and you go between the two barrels of the station at, at the at the, uh, the London end, mm. you'll see a little door hidden in the back, and that little hidden door leads up uh, a spiral staircase mm. that goes right up to the clock. So it goes to the next image. Oh yes. Oh look at that. Boom. It comes out there. Absolutely um, stunning. It's a long way up. Next. <laughs> it is. Next. And there is. Yeah, there is. And that's my head in the clock. Because, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it, it's, it's, a, it's a what? It's a four-sided clock. Mm. So, or is it three-sided? I can't remember. Um, and and it's, it's magnificent. It, it, I actually, I got a bit tearful uh, because um, when I was very small, I, I wanted to be a horologist. I wanted to be a clockmaker ah, uh, when I was tiny. I didn't want to be a railway person at all. Um, and to, that to go into this a clock, lot, Tim, actually, that that's what you wanted to be when you were older. I think. What I just love massive clocks. Like just yeah, fiddly detail, but history is. I can see. I can see yeah. where your brain was going on that one. It's good. My my my, my grandparents used to. You'll you you're like this. Used to cut out um, <laughs> little clocks from Country Life magazine. And I used to go and stay with them most weekends because mum and dad used to have sort of dinner parties and so on. So I used to get shunted off uh, <laughs> to my grandparents. Um, and grandpa and granny and I used to get, sit with their copies of Country Life and the Countryman, cutting out pictures of antiquarian clocks and sticking them in on, on posters. To be, I was a very odd child. Um, I'm quite precocious. So let's go to the next image. Actually, if we, I'm going to flip back a couple just to very briefly... I love mm. I love repeated patterns, and I don't know whether you were deliberately taking the shot to pick it up, but there's a little glimpse of light through all of those. Um, I presume yes. are they are they wrought iron um, supports? I don't. I, I suppose they might well be. Correct me on that one. Are they? They, they look wrought anyway. That little gap of, of light that you can see shining through. I yes. love that sort of repeated pattern. They're wonderful. Yes, and also that, the detail. That, that was that was deliberate. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, Hooray! The detailing, right. like the um, tiny little, they're just, just they're, they're wonderful. Just, oh. anyway, right, sorry, I digress. Next slide. This gentleman here, crikey. That one is, now, this doesn't, this is a railway that doesn't feature in the programme. <laughs> because, um, and, and this, this, this chap is Mike, and, and Mike uh, is director of, or, uh, of the Festinog Railway. But the reason uh, I'm showing you this, which is a model of, I think it's Croatian railways, or it could be Slovakia or Czechoslovakia, I can't remember which. Um, Mike uh, is a very nice chap. And <laughs> we were staying in this little uh, little pub uh, in this tiny village in the back end of, of, of Norfolk. And it's beautiful, lovely little village. And um, we were just tucking into our dinner Having having had a very long day filming, I think it was at Wolferton Station, Royal, the Royal Station, uh, which is a huge station but been restored as a, a private home. Yeah. And there's a, a uh, one, of the, one of the team came back from from the loo or something and said, "There's a poster on the wall about the so and so light railway, and it's 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 in this village. It seems." I was like, "What? <laughs> I didn't know about this. What?" Um, and so I googled it. And then I was like, oh, my goodness gracious me, it's actually behind the pub. <laughs> and so that so I was like, I'm just going to briefly just leave you all after dinner. And um, 
I, 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 as we finished filming, so I snuck off up this little sort of little little green lane behind the pub, and it crosses over this this footpath, this this little seven and a quarter inch gauge railway. Oh. And so I so I, I then went back and sort of thought oh, that's interesting. I stuck it on Facebook. I'd seen this little railway line, and then a friend of mine who works at the Signal Railway said, "Oh, that's so and so's railway. Do you want to go and see it? I'll give him a shout now." So. <laughs> So I had a quick chat, and then by by overnight, this message then came through. They had a, 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 a phone call the next morning saying, "Do you want to um, come and have a look at the uh, the railway?" <laughs> so while while the while the crew were filming in the village, because we were filming some architectural details about this local stone that they used to build some of the local stations, mm. they were like, "Well, Tim, you're not required for another you know hour and a half." Um, so either have a long cooked breakfast or go or go for a long walk. So I went up there and, and Mike gave me a ride around his his back garden, about a kilometre of train track. Just me and Mike whizzing around on on this diesel round his round his um his grounds. And that, that was very delightful. Um I, I've I've got a few friends who are very lucky enough to have railways like this. Uh they're, they're, a, they're probably a, a good you new know, Hundred or or so the private railways like this in 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 Britain, um, and it's always a privilege to go and visit them because some some of them are are extraordinary and and, and this one I hadn't been to I hadn't even heard of, um, is it, delight. Uh, yeah, there, there there are some very very fun private railways in 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 in, in this country. Uh, sometimes you can't share pictures of them because they're in interesting places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, what's the uh, what's the uh, but, what's the gauge at which point it starts needing to be treated a bit a bit more carefully? What's the um... uh, from it's fifteen inch gauge, I think fifteen. Um, that's where that's, that's when when you have to start obeying various uh, safety regulations <laughs> and so on. Um, but below that, anything's pretty much fair game, uh, which is why the twelve and a quarter inch gauge is so popular in Britain uh, in private railways because you can do what the hell you want unless it crosses a, a public highway mm. um but yeah we, we had we had lots of fun because uh, mike opened his railway a couple times a year for a, a local fete um oh. and had, had a nice morning very very decent fellow that one um but um, one day i'd like to television program about these private railways because say so that there are a lot of them and some of them are in the grounds of quite remarkable houses uh, in lovely gardens um others in back gardens the suburban houses like like you know friends of my grandfather uh, used to have them in. It had had them in 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 back gardens. They used to race around uh, at weekends um, in in northwest London. Um, if I, if I, if I could, if I could, a, a university friend of mine, uh, Alex, uh, had one. Still has got one in his back garden. Although he's grown up, obviously as well, lives in America now. Um, and, and we used to come back to university and uh, near. Uh, just just north of of, of Slough, uh, and we used to go and so we used to go drinking. Uh, lots of us to have parties at the house, and then in hungover, the thing the next morning was we just all go down to the woods, and drive the miniature trains around the woods uh, as our hangover with with with, with, with barbecued bacon sandwiches. <laughs> and lots of fun. Trains are for having fun. Trains are for having as you fun. What did you just point behind you, Tim? Because it's a lovely Easter egg and it's very beautiful. What is that thing that's behind you? And I don't mean the, the wine necessarily. Oh, oh, that's a shame. Um, well, uh, so I've got this out because people often like these. Um, it's one of two I've got. There's one just out. There's one also. Oh. Another one. Oh. There. 
Um, they are a couple of, of ex-British rail marketing devices. Uh, they used to have in their ticket uh, sort of a ticket agencies, I suppose. Um, and there's some travel advice centres. And they would they used to have signs on them that used to sort of have tickets or British Rail travel on them uh, on city stuff. And they were there as big, so big wooden models. And they were about, about what, three foot long. Mm. Uh, one's in BR original livery and one's in swallow livery. Oh, just uh, and and, and I, I, I do like the HSTs. Uh, and they're terrific because I, I again, I like the, the, the garden railways I like because I've got, as you know, uh, a a, a ride-in HST, which is about 70 foot long. <laughs> but I can't have it in London. I'm not allowed it. It doesn't fit on the balcony. So these are here to, uh, Just to keep me yeah. amused instead. <laughs> right. Um, we do have some questions which I'll ask, but we're going to press on, I think. Uh, yeah. well, we'll some questions. Well, well, yeah, some no, questions. Yeah, go for it. Okay, we've had a question, a kind of a joint question. Why? From David Shearers uh, of uh, Rail Engineer and, and various other publications. Oh, and, hello. Yes. Uh, and, oh, where's the other one? Oh, and, and Ailey as well, actually. Ailey M. Both, both are asking about Glasgow Queen Street Station. So there's some interesting talking, uh, interesting chat about uh, the mixture of old and new and um, what you... Th- so firstly, it was what you think of the new Queen Street Station frontage. I mean, it's not finished yet. It's still a work in progress, but you can basically see what it looks like now, I think. I think it's it's very now. Um, I sort of wish they'd kept it just as an open glass thing, yeah. but I do understand the pressures of why they haven't. Um, and I think we, we, we've got to remember, I suppose, we're old and new all the time, that we don't actually live in a museum, although we like to think we do. Um it's very easy to slip into that hole. We must save everything. We must preserve it as it was and so on. But, you know, the, the railway's primary uh, responsibility is, is to is to take people around safely and efficiently. Um, it, it isn't there to, to preserve stuff, although we're very lucky in this country that we have a very, very uh, heritage-aware you know, um set of, of bodies like network rail uh, and so on and historic england who, who managed helped us manage the estate um very lucky to have them um but i don't think you say everything and i I'm, I'm always up for some experimentation with new stuff so it's not in my taste it's right that there are some lovely things at queen street that i do really like so there's some details i've seen some of the gates down below that are really interested in this kind of these silhouetted uh, raw iron gates i've seen down at the bottom of the station that's they're 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 really very attractive that's that's really very smart um so yeah i'm I, but but generally i'm i'm very pro that 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 um that station redevelopment did you do you like the king's cross redevelopment like the so which is getting all of it now you like the extra bit on yeah i i I do and and again the there's obviously a a balance you make between monetizing your space we're putting in mezzanines and shops and so on but also creating spaces that people want to, to spend time in before their their train uh goes um because and also giving people the choice they want because People generally do like to have choice of of, of retailer, mm. um, and you know, yes, 
if, if I was being purist about it, I'd rather they took all the restaurants out of, of Euston and strip back that mezzanine as a, as a, to give it a much bigger, you know, lovely hollow space like it should have been and indeed it first was. Um, but but it's not practical because that isn't what the customers generally want. Um no, they, they have done clever things at Euston, like they've taken out those little kiosks you know, <laughs> until their last year. Things oh, like yeah. uh, paper face and there was uh, like socks or ties, etc. or something. Um, and they've been taken out. They've even taken out boots in the corner. You see? It's gone. It's gone. Yeah, they've it's gone. Out, yeah. And they've just, kind of just, just, just driven a, a walkway through it to give better access, which is brilliant. Um, and that's just about you know, how do you manage that? that balance of, of, of space needs and passenger needs uh, versus, versus the needs of the consumer trying to, trying to have, a, have a good journey. That's very interesting. I thought, Rotterdam Central, then, I thought Rotterdam Central was a really good example of that. Like, they, there is no way they could retain a little bit, you know, even if, if, if enough, without it just looking like they'd forgotten a bit. There was no way they could retain any of the original or the, the rebuilt structure of central oh no it's original because it was a new station wasn't it in the 50s um yeah but yeah. the little nods those little nods are actually really nice i like that and I, there are lots of parts in the places in the uk where i think we could we'd benefit from nods rather than wholesale retention uh a few of our stations yes. are very constrained that we we perhaps are blighted a little bit by our rose-tinted spectacles and and I mean, yeah, there's the, the, the things to be said, you know, how, can you retain things that are very important? And you should. So that's why, again, that's why listing exists, right? Because because they are important things. Now, listing something doesn't give it immunity. Um, it just means it has to be considered better. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it means that that more people have to be consulted uh, for, for, for changes to it. Um but I mean, it has been noted you know, that Edinburgh Waverley Station, for example, the existence of that waiting room in in, in the middle of it, which which you know I I, I like very much. But it's in the way. Um, <laughs> it is very much in the way of trains. Um, so you know, how do you make a decision to move that, demolish it? And, yeah, it's it's a nightmare. And they've got a master plan, but it, you know, they're, oh, sorry, rather they've got a consultation out for this master plan. But I mean, where do you start? It's such a contentious and understandably contentious issue. Uh, yeah, ideally, Waverley would just all be through platforms. You'd get rid of all of yes. the because anyway, yeah. Right, we, we we digress as always we do. But some some good questions. Keep them coming through. I I might be missing them if you, if I've missed them, uh, chuck them again. But I, I think we picked up a few questions there. Good stuff. Let's crack on. This to... is loads of fun. Thank oh. thank you everyone for joining us. This yeah. this is this is really nice. Yeah, I'm having a great time. We've got 22 minutes until 8 p.m. Next picture, and it's we're getting into some really good stuff now. Uh, I I, uh, I went full Blade Runner and did a bit of enhancement on this just to bring it out a little bit. Um, Excellent. Mine was a bad picture because it doesn't pick off very well. So this is the Ribblehead Viaduct, as you've never seen it before. Yes, Ribblehead Viaduct. Yes, such a good Easter egg. Um, That's brilliant. And I, I imagine very few people uh, have ever seen this. This is actually a model of Ribblehead that British Rail had commissioned back in, what, 19... Uh, late 70s, early 80s? Must be late, late 70s. When they were considering closing the line, they looked at alternatives of what they could put in its place... Uh, rather than closing the line, if they were to build a brand new viaduct, so talking of retention and so on, yeah. this is a nice segue. They, were, they, they looked at different viaduct designs, and so they built this little sort of, um, rather than just doing designs, they built this, this model in this big like, television case, 
It's about, gosh, six foot long. Oh, really? It's that big? Um, it's huge. Yeah, it's huge. Um, yes, yeah, that's six foot long. Uh, and it's, it's in Settle Museum, in the, in the town museum, up in, a, up, in a, up in a corner of a room on, like the, on like the second floor in the corner. I was like, what is this? <laughs> this, this is unbuilt architecture. Um, and again, we didn't get time to put it in, in, in the, the television programme. Um, because again, we were just so pushed for time. We're looking at actual stuff, so I want to show you this because uh, people haven't seen this. one. I might tweet these out when we do the actual episode because it's quite interesting. Here's the next slide. Yeah, yeah. I think you can see other versions of it as well. Yes, I mean this, this. So, so this one in the foreground. Oh yeah, sorry. Go on. Yeah, it's super. I love. Yeah, this. there are six different models, and and yeah. they slide in and out of the landscape. These like sort of oh, four right, foot okay. long, That's five foot long, are. sort of uh, like, like cassettes, mm. and you kind of pull them out from the end. And then you slide in a different model, so you can see how each one sits in the so, landscape. So yeah, so it's. I just, in. I just really oh, enjoyed yeah, that. You can see the yeah. lines, and it just sort of slots neatly in. That's brilliant. That really. Is so brilliant. if you are ever in in that part of uh, of Yorkshire, I, I I genuinely think you should go and hunt out Settle Museum, um, and find this room, which is all on 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 the Settle Car Railway, and, and and how it was built, and and, and why it was built. And in the corner is this wonderful thing that, that was that was basically kept in a British Rail hut, uh, I think, uh, for some time. And then somebody, one, one of the staff, saved it, um, and it's 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 there now today. Uh, looking slightly worse for wear, but I was very pleased to have found this little artifact, a very little artificial model. They're wonderful. So again, obviously, I, I love models, as, as, as you know. Um, and, and, and this was a rather special one that, that isn't really known. It's brilliant. I can I can say engineering things now. I can actually provide some insight that I've been useless at up until this point in, t- in tonight's rail matter. So, um, firstly, these are brilliant, and it'd be fa- and, and and actually, you know, much as Ribblehead is an iconic structure, um, mm. these would still look great up there. They'd be they'd still be a feature. However. Oh, yeah. Thankfully, civil yeah. engineering and structural engineering has progressed, and our understanding of masonry structures has progressed sufficiently that um, there's a decent chance that we would not need to renew Ribblehead to redouble it anymore. We've got all sorts of clever things, and we've far better. Bill Harvey and 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 his his associates, literally and figuratively, um, have he's a very much, clever man. Yes, have that much better an understanding, and some of the engineering consultancies and Network Rail themselves have a better understanding of mission structures that we can now in, probably enhance Ribblehead to the point where you could double track it without having to recon it completely, as 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 in here. Um, so when, as I hope it does, Ribblehead gets redoubled, sadly we won't see these things. We probably will retain the existing structure. But yeah, um, and these are brilliant. This one in the front is quite Swiss, isn't it? In fact, I think there are Swiss uh, uh, viaducts that have that. That um, yeah, that sorry, I, I, in the show. I, I pulled those out from from this out from all the the the, um, the cobwebs that I found. Oh, yeah. That they, they really they really were uh, in the back of beyond. Um, so you can't get these out normally, uh, but I, I I did pull them out from the archives. Right, on to yeah, the next sorry, one. Sorry, on to the next one. Uh, oh, it's you grinning again. My favourites. Oh, so this is the Festinog Railway. This is this is at Boston Lodge Works. That is the old locomotive shed, and and I, I suppose I, uh, we we went to go and look. That's that's this coming Tuesday, Festinog Railway. Ah, um, yes, one of my favourite places in the world is the FR, um, and I've been up in that line literally, literally a hundred times. Um, I'm sure at least uh, many times in recent years because I've, I've got friends who who live not a million miles away. Uh, so we all 
like to use it. And, and our, our, one of my favourite trips is on the FR is, is to try and do in the summer season is to go Port Maddock to Bliner, Bliner to Port Maddock, Port Maddock to Carnarvon, and then back. Um, you can just do it some days. Just about, um, yeah, in the summer. You can just do it. Um, but in, in the past, normally we do it. You end up, you do you do it Port Maddock to Bliner on the first train, Bliner to Port Maddock, Port Maddock to Carnarvon, and then you get a taxi back. And because it's North Wales, the taxi back is like 25 quid. Yeah, uh, that's say, yeah. And it's, it's brilliant. That's not London prices. Um, so, yeah, this is, this, this is the, the original loco shed for the Signal Railway. And we're going to go have a look inside it and the construction of it. Again, this, this, this is basic sort of local architecture. But you've got to remember that this stuff at Boston Lodge is being built, you know, to, to maintain locomotives over over three separate centuries. Mm. Um, this was built in, in what, the 1860s? Um for, for these early uh, George England locomotives and got extended to, 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 to take in more. Uh, I went into that one. And I, I, I just like that because I was just, I was so pleased to actually be allowed to go into these buildings and take the cameras in there, look at the details of them because normally they're shut to the public. Yeah. And this is just a nice way to go and show, here are some really early narrow gauge railway structures for early industrial railways. Right, next. There's, those narrow gauge railways. So with my family living in, in Wales and half the family are Welsh anyway, I love Welsh narrow gauge railways. And there's just, you never know everything about them. In fact, you only find out that you don't know more every time you go and find a new detail. It's like, oh, there's a whole stream and a load of history that I have not a clue about that I now need to go and try and understand. I just love them. Absolutely love them. That's a Hunslet, isn't it? So, which is, it's a Leeds, that's a Leeds diesel. I it is. Yeah. It is a Leeds diesel. Uh, and I'm still trying to find an excuse to do some sort of television thing where they let me go on the gravity train. Uh, <laughs> I, I haven't yet found that excuse. I'm I'm still trying to work on program ideas that might let me do it. Um, <laughs> right, next one. Sorry, I digress again. I, oh, it's you standing atop a thing with whales. What a surprise! Behind you. Yeah. So the, 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 this this is the remains of a bridge up the FR to going towards Bliner, um, and this is just beyond uh, the act, uh, which mm. is the the spiral section. So this this is the old disused section. Uh, of the line, which was uh, basically covered up by the CEGB, the Central Electricity Generating Board's um, brand new power station and uh, reservoir for pump storage. Yes, they put uh, back many in the 70s. of water on it, didn't they? Yeah, so this this route, as many people know watching this, uh, they had to abandon this route. But what I love about this story, and, and, and we talk about this coming Tuesday, mm. is how the the volunteers were kind of like we are we are not going to let this take, you know not taking this line down we're going to build this railway around the lake um and and hundreds of men and women from all over britain and beyond came to 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 construct they became they became the deviationists yes, to the build the deviation yeah yeah. Um, uh, and again, throughout this series, it, 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 it's it's not just architecture; it's it's also civil engineering on a grand scale. Yeah. But you, you know, we we couldn't really call it the architecture and civil engineering the railways built. <laughs> I mean, it's long enough already, uh, so it's called the architecture that was built. But um, this is a, a bridge that that uh, a, a overbridge over the railway over the cutting that is, is now just fallen down in recent years. It's got um, um, there's some nice P-way, some rogue P-way uh, in use there. Those look awfully like um, bolt hole rails, bullhead rails stuck in, or maybe flat bottoms actually stuck in the ground. Uh, not doing is. much use anymore, but yeah, nice bit of track. And, and, 
obviously you're pl so pleased because you're in proximity to that lovely those lovely lengths of rail that's why you're so pleased uh, there. well yeah and also the fact that that because the, it just makes it behind the camera is where the, the new track goes but, uh, but several feet above this or meters above this um and i've seen that bridge you know a hundred times going up that road up that route and i was like now i'm here actually filming it for a television program <laughs> <laughs> it was just oh. it just it just felt rather and special it's, and it's wales looking at its absolute finest like wales is very very green i don't think people realize people who haven't been to wales don't realise how green, particularly mid Wales, particularly this bit, the bit between like Aberystwyth and Carnarvon, that whole bit is so green. It's like the ta one of my favourite views is when you come up from Cross Foxes and then you go mm -hmm. up over the wibbly wobbly bit of road on your way down towards, you've just been at Dolgethai and you're heading towards Machunfleth um, and, and sort of Corris. But before you whiz off to up the hill to Corris, there's this view down towards Tal Talathin. That view with the little the, with Talithin, and then you know that the little that the, the Talithin railway is weaving along on the southern side of the valley. That view for me is one of my favourite, absolute favourite views in the UK. I just love it. It's wonderful yeah. with Cader Idris sat above looking. Ah, oh. But anyway, that's that's another little railway that you need to find an excuse to to, to film again. You know, just... and, and, well, and, and again, I, I wanted to find an excuse to go to so many places, and, and mm. so we, we had a, a long list of way over four hundred. Um, and we had to get it down to, to what? About 30, 30, I think it's 30, I think it's 32 locations, but 45 buildings or thereabouts. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and and, and we, we, we couldn't get away with doing a second <laughs> narrow gauge railway in Wales for the yeah. series. That's so, the spin off. Um, That's the spin off. It comes, it's the next one, right? Um, well, right. Who, kno who, who knows? knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Right, buffet service available. <laughs> With a, is that a fairly a little silhouette of a fairly in the in the picture as well? Yes. So that's up. We 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 wrapped for the day, and uh, they, and we got the train back down from the act, having had a tour from one of the original deviationists who came along for the day. We walked along it, and then he said, well, then we got the train back. Um, and it was it was, and the staff were like, do you want to help serve? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so. Um, I ended up doing a, a, a bit of serving on, on the train, which is quite good fun, um, as a volunteer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, great. Right, so we, um, um, I'm just noticing how high tech the um, the rolling stock is on the on the FR. The uh, oh, it's a very well, modern railway. Thing, right? So it is. Apart from a few bits of, of heritage stock, you know, you can remember that that, that that these are tourist railways um, that use steam because that's what attracts the passengers. Um, they do have obviously a very very strong heritage ethos, and uh, and but they are businesses, mm. you know, um, very successful. And, <coughs> but yeah, uh, they are preserved railways, and they are preserving a, a thing of the past, and I love that. Um, and they still have some of the same engines that were doing the same things in 1863, uh, since Prince and Palmerston first arrived. Um, but but it's very important, and they maintain the skills. Some, but you've got to have stuff that does work, and that the passengers of today like. So, on the Welsh Highland Railway, for example, you know you've got to have corridor connections, yep. as you do on these ones, with loos on board. Mm. You know, and there's a, and, and there's you know and, and the penultimate uh, carriage in all Welsh Highland trains is 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 the is the kitchen car, because they get to go and serve, you know, hot food and so on, on the train as you go, because it's quite a long journey. It's, br it's brilliant. I mean, it's just, what a day out. And that, that is, I, if you haven't done the Sinyog or the 
the Welsh Highlands. You're missing out. You really are. It's, it's a glorious, glorious trip. Right, next one. Yes, next let's one. Oh, I know this gentleman. <laughs> it's <laughs> Justin on Eurostar. Um, I include that because this was a complete uh, surprise. Um, this is us in the Eurostar buffet, in the buffet car. Um, we just finished filming in Rotterdam. And as you can tell, because I'm wearing my waistcoat from filming in Rotterdam <laughs> that afternoon. And it was a very long day filming in Rotterdam. Uh, and I did two days filming in Rotterdam. Um, and the crew had just then gone north, I think, to Amsterdam to do their filming. I had to come back to the UK to then do filming the next day in, I think it was King's Cross at that time. Um, because basically I did two blocks of, of, of two weeks. So basically, for all of this, I was like, go, I was going in trains and cars and taxis like around the UK <laughs> to meet up the two yeah, different yeah, yeah. films and, and 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 in Europe to meet the different film crews. And it's just it's just bonkers. And it, people say, oh, is it glamorous? <laughs> it really is not glamorous because you're living out of a backpack for two weeks, living out, <laughs> living in 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 digs in in in, in, in budget hotel rooms, and you're kind of you're getting in each night looking at the notes for the next day, writing a bit of a script, and then kind of getting up in the morning, going, right, who, who are we doing today? Where am I going? Where are we? Where, where, oh, this is Paris. Where are we? I don't know anymore. Um, and then the, uh, kind of talking about shots and plans, and shots being knocked out because the weather's turned or a contributor can't turn up or something's happened, but it, it's logistical. It, it's, it's brilliant. It's, 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 it is not glamorous, but it's so much fun doing this stuff. But so this is an example where we, we, we met Justin just because I was on the train and, and, and I was walking up the platform at Rotterdam. Uh, is it Rotterdam? No, I got a train back. I was I got a train back to Brussels because they didn't have the direct train at that point. Mm, I got yeah, a train yeah. back to Brussels. I, I think I have a bit of train spotting I did in Brussels, which was lots of fun for about an hour. Um, and I was walking up the platform. This voice went, "Oh, look who it is!" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Uh oh, <laughs> what have I done now?" It's Justin. So I got ushered onto the train, and um, yes, I had a, a very nice trip and uh, had a long chat uh, in in the buffet car. He changed the colour of the lights for me in the buffet Ooh. car, which you can they can change apparently. It was a lot of fun. That's exciting. And they got all chicken wag about railways and Eurostar, and um, yeah, it was just a really nice interview. Just I was just showing you this one because it's it's a nice example of where if, if you work on the railway or with the railways, um, it's just so nice. You always end up bumping into people that, that you know. Um, and it is one big railway family. And that's what I've, uh, having worked now in a rail rated company uh, for the past, what, uh, three years, and also doing a lot of media work with the different operating companies and, and, and so on, you, you get to meet so many interesting, clever, wonderful, fun people, and you always bump into them around the network. You do. Uh, and, and it, 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 every time you meet someone you know, uh, it's just it's, it's just oh, so much fun. I met like Ian. Um, I met at a beer and 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 the, and the Lancashire BTP police. Yeah, uh, I met course, uh, yeah. In, in December, just pretty randomly, uh, on on, Lanc on Lancaster station platform, and gave me a, a tour of the station because they know that you're interested, and, it, and that's a kind of It really is a family, isn't it? It's, it, it does, yeah. railway family, it, people say it, it, it isn't trite, it really is a thing, you, you feel, there's a warmth you feel, particularly in York, like I feel it every time I go to York, and there'll be some, someone, some lovely LNER staff member, 
who who smiles and waves and every now and then might recognize me because I've done, you know, we've you. both done LNER bits and pieces and yeah, they shut, tell me off. They tell me that my restraining order is active still and they send me away. <laughs> it's lovely. It's so warm. and Your, your ankle alarm goes yeah, off again. Yeah. 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 I get electrocuted and then they just sort of take my limp body and just dump me outside the front. Yeah. That's something like that. Again. Again. Uh, um, right. That's why this program came about because um the program couldn't have happened if it wasn't for all these people that we've met over the past few years who were connected to and we know and have the stories. So all these people we, we, we called on to say, can you help us with this? Can you try doing this? And they went, yeah, of course. Um, here's our story. Um, and so the, the, this program, the Architects of Railways Built, is very much a television program that the railway family has made, um, whether it's behind the scenes or on camera. Um the, the railway people and people who like the railway a lot have have all uh, contributed hugely and and, and uh, whether they are uh, chairman of of uh, certain rail organizations or whether they yeah, are, yeah. are uh, everyday folk like me <laughs> working on the back end of things um they've really helped uh, make this program and it, 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 i hope it, it uh, reflects their passions as well Mm-hmm. yeah next one it, it does it well one episode in it certainly did all oh, right i combined two into one to speed us up uh these Great. two right jubilee mm. so, line um yes. uh this is, this is the last episode of the program uh and this is two examples of jubilee architecture uh again just two remarkable structures there's southwark there mm. and then westminster um our guide for this uh is an incredible person uh she's called anne gavahan and uh, Anne uh, is, uh, I, 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 was, I was fanboy, uh, Anne, because uh, she's a brilliant communicator uh, and uh, knows her stuff. She works at TFL and um, I think it's one of my, is, is shows, uh, it's so enthusiastic and knowledgeable uh, about the, the, the architecture and takes us around on the final episodes of, of this series mm. um, in June. And she has some details that you might have previously missed, which is what I like about this. Uh, and it's again, a, a, it's a privilege to to have someone like Anne give their uh, their their knowledge so freely and, and share it so so kindly. Um, so yeah, the Jubilee cool. Line. I mean, Westminster uh, Station is is one of my like favourite stations in terms of all rail all railways light heavy rapid transit whatever Westminster is one of my favorites and Southwark every every time I go to Southwark I think oh Southwark is stunning like they're these two are just stunning examples of uh cathedrals of transport of moving people around I just I I, the Jubilee Line extension is every station is stunning it's just it's a wonderful example of what railways can be it's brilliant yeah love it absolutely absolutely and and um I, 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 I live along the Jubilee Line, um, <laughs> as you well know. Um, and, and so I, 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 not recently, obviously, but I, I do travel it an awful lot uh, going east and west, whether it's to the West End or up to going up to, to, towards Maribyrn and so on, um, uh, or going out east to, to, towards uh, pubs and so on that I know out, out east. Um, but yeah, just 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 uh, super super architecture to get off. Just, I have been known to stop off uh, in the evenings <laughs> yeah. um, on Saturdays or Sundays. It's a bit quieter, uh, 
uh, and do pictures like these I took just because I know it's, it, it's quieter on a Sunday night. Mm. So I, I have been known to go to get just for a little wander down there to, to London Bridge Station late at night and take pictures of the station, you know, like, sort of like you know, half past 12 uh, on, 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 a, on, a, on a Sunday. <laughs> or take a trip, quick train, the last train to... to, to uh, down to Canary Wharf to take pictures and so on. But um, yeah, lovely stuff. Empty Underground, is that, that's your hashtag, isn't it? Is that right? Is it empty? It is, it is, is yes. Yeah, they're, they're very good. Oh yeah, we've got behind the scenes photos of you doing Empty Underground, that's right. Anyway, right, let's press on. It's you oh, yes. pointing a thing again. Here we go. <laughs> there are lots of pictures of me pointing at things. We're going to Hitachi Factory, because mm. I wanted to know... Um, I wanted to show what I suppose we looked at depots things. I wanted to show what how railway architecture, or I suppose a railway building, um, copes with this kind of high tech environment. Mm. How how do you how do you build something that is effectively an aerospace uh, technology? Because um, you can't do it in a in a grimy shed like with a Festiniog, you know, with, with with greasy spanners and so on. And so we went to this building with photovoltaic cells on the roof uh, and the traverser out the back. Um, and I, I was just, I, I, I've, I've been to Hitachi Newton Aycliffe Depot, I can't remember now what, uh, four times oh, really? I've looked around it. Oh. Uh, yeah, for, for different, uh, I've, I've done projects for Great Western uh, and for NRM and, and for this. So I, I've had the privilege of going to this four times, three times, three times. Um, but each time it, it, it's a delight because the, the team there is so much fun. Uh, they really are a lot of fun. Uh, and it's just, it's a fascinating assembly line. And, and, and we talk about how trains progress through this assembly line and how they are assembled um, sort of unit by unit uh, in, in this great big space. And we watch how it's done. And they ridiculously let me loose on on... Uh-oh. On doing some work on a Hitachi 800. This is where you added to your collection of restraining <laughs> orders on railway property. This is where one of one of your various ankle bracelets uh, with a big digital BP thing on it. This is one of the sites, right? Oh, they 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 roll their eyes and go, "Oh, you again?" Um, at most railway stations, actually. Uh, yeah, cool. So right, um, so uh, next I, one. The next one. So as an as a brief uh, interjection, I'm pleased to say that. Uh, I worked on this depot, well, not depot, sorry, this factory, and um, I'm responsible for a couple of bits here and there. Uh, for example, the buffer stops. It's not very good, down, is it? No, it's dreadful, yeah. Um, the buffer stops down on the end of their little short test track were one of my first things I did in my new company I joined, which was quite interesting, and i uh, done a couple of bits. So it's, it's always nice to see something that's being uh, worked on and, and used and creating a huge fleet of trains running around the country um, had an yeah, input into it. Right. It, it's it's a it, it's it's a very interesting building, and the stuff that happens within it is is very interesting. And this 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 is just the the full size traverser that you see at the back of the building. And I I took some stop frame animation of it, so uh, I, I'll, I'll publish that probably on the night of of the program going out that one. And that's on the so hang on, I've got my sheet here, all my little notes. Um, as you can imagine, I have got a lot of notes going. Through. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, where are we? Talk about yourself. Uh, yeah, 23rd of June is Hitachi's uh, depot. Okay, cool. Sorry, a vehicle assembly. Uh, yeah, they don't like saying they don't like saying factory or plant. It's like parts assembly system location. Uh, yeah. 
it was a, a joy to be there. Uh, yes, I'll post that there. But yeah, so that, that's Traversa, which you can see, and it's just it's quite interesting to watch yeah. these, these these big sort of um, the different cars being transported around. Yeah. I'm, I'm very aware that we're going to go over time. We've already I, I don't want to occupy... Let's skip to the next picture quick. Well, I don't want to occupy people's time because it's very generous, and I'm, I'm honestly, I'm, 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 I'm so surprised that that or, or yeah I'm, I'm privileged to be able to talk well, we've got talk. 155 people sitting watching just now which is uh, very nice hello hello all of you uh, welcome uh, to rail Nata, if you're joining for the first time um it's not always this uh professional <laughs> uh oh is this professional oh gosh um right this we all know what well many of us know what this is it's it's an azuma uh, it's at azuma it's at azuma with a with with it's it's very fetching. Lots of people are saying, "Don't stop, please keep going." In the chat, Tim. Um, well, I, I I could go on. I probably will. And <laughs> um, I, I, I never I never one known to use uh, two words uh, when I could use four hundred. Yeah. Um, this is one of the LNR ones, sort of before it's ever left the factory. And I I, I put this in just because again we, we we got a chance to go and look inside these vehicles with all of the all of the, the plastic on them still yeah we have a mutual friend who might well be watching i think he, uh, he appeared who, he might be on the on the yeah i think he might be he might be who is responsible for livery of this um what a livery it is and 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 we all know why it's designed like that so it looks like a class a4 mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, uh vehicle no. uh, he's a very clever man uh, <clears throat> and and i think it's very amusing he did that uh, and i'm very proud that he got that little easter egg into this into, into that east coast design um but yeah it, it was it was quite fun I, if i took that i think for him and texted him went i've got one of your new trains <laughs> i've seen it in the flesh um He's going to be so, joining yes, us for a future rail matter, I think. I, I'm, I need to convince. He's waving. He's here. He's, he's joining us for a future rail matter to talk about things, liveries, good and trains. And... Good. Anyway, I'm, I'm, yes. I'm very pleased. It was it, it was quite exciting because I to go to this building and then see uh, a friend's work. Um, who's obviously he designed this with lots of care and spent a lot of time on it, mm. and then to go and see it before it had actually gone out of the the. The, uh, the 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 shed and see it's a pristine in works condition. It was a bit of a moment, like oh my friends made this. Yeah. <laughs> Is this all right? um, yeah, it, it, it was a very nice thing to see. It's a very interesting building to, to to be in as well. And and again, just uh, yeah, we were told don't move that point from that point because yeah. you know you're, you're not so good because because and, and so I don't think we nose down the end. See what else I could find. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was it was a, a delight. You know, Hitachi as ever, a, a, a very uh, thoughtful company when it comes to asking permissions of things. So they they gave us full permission to go and look around the building. Great, a, 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 a lovely episode, and and I hope it comes across. We met some people there who told us how the production line works, and to hear how that stuff is just just fascinating i mean they're, yeah they're like they're enormous there's like space shuttles they're enormously complicated machines they're just incredible <laughs> yes. absolutely incredible yeah I, there, there, there is um it never got aired sadly because of logistics uh and things but when i did some stuff with great western a couple of years ago they launched their uh, iet and we we were on that trip that first iet from bristol to uh paddington uh, and there's some problems aboard. Uh, we were doing some trying to do some, some live broadcasts. 
we actually did some filming and one of the things we were going to do and there's a so do you remember the, 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 the one two five advert from many years ago which is the police oh yeah the, 30, the, the police 37 oh, the, the, the police the, yeah, past 37. yeah yeah and at the end of it there's uh, a woman in a in a, a swimsuit and she's standing on the one two five and she's sort of gesticulating and saying uh, get to order one of these from your local one two five dealer now <laughs> um and we actually filmed a version of me hanging out of the IET door, not in a swimsuit, I hasten to add. Um, oh. So doing this, going, order one from your local Hitachi IET dealer now. Um, <laughs> and we, we, were, we, we never actually got to, to, to air that. Uh, oh. I might try and see if I can find a, a, a picture. We took a... some stills as well. Yeah, you've got to have like a bit of special. That'll be on the DVD. The special features will be <laughs> you beckoning. Well, it, it's... It's interesting that there's a lot of footage that we've, we we took at Old Oak Common mm. um, that has never yet seen the light of day, and I think we're still looking to work out a way. And, and indeed, that last HST day we did on on mm. Great Western, and we often um, we keep again. It's just a matter of time, right? And priorities of things to do. A bit like the fact that you and I and Dr. David Turner have have filmed a not insignificant amount of video content mm. that's currently sitting on my hard drive uh, that we need to publish as, as as quite fun videos of us doing the history of York and getting progressively more hammered. <laughs> and interrupted by a series of increasingly interesting uh, locomotives and rolling stock as well. We were kept getting interrupted by blinking flying Scotsmen as we were trying to get... Oh, just... <laughs> So yeah, the, 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 the lovely moment. I, I love that moment where where you, me, and 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 David are, are, are happy chatting away about uh, railway history and so on, and and, and the, the the whys and wherefore of York Station. And suddenly, someone goes like, yeah. <laughs> "Papers fly and, in the air." <laughs> and flying Scotsman sort of photo bombs us. Um, that, that, that was that was quite amusing. Yeah, just disgraceful. Um, right, right, I'm, I'm going to okay. right. So if we go back to here, ah, see, very slickly, I presented the final of the, of the slides you presented to us, which is actually very usefully for people a chance for them to see what what lies in, ahead for the, for the rest of the show. It's almost like I thought about this. Um, so I, I just included this as a quick slide, just because. Um, oh crikey, I can't you see that. Um, just because people keep asking me, which is really, it's really gratifying. Um, oh, what's on and when? Um, there's a couple of things. Uh, first of all, if you go to Ian Visit's website, Ian has actually published this list as well on his website. So you can see it on Ian's website, which is great. Um, and various listings, magazines, Radio Times, I think, publish it as well. Ah, okay, nice. good, yeah. uh, but um, that's what I, was just, I just stuck this up just to kind of go, to kind of just talk about the stuff that we went to, like, and show the, the breadth of things, because... We could have done a basic programme at Railway History that was just, you know, just go and look at some A hotel, A in, an engine shed, A station, you know. Did, but we, we went and, and, and tried to find interesting stories that are mm. often really unusual. So some of those are, are actually abroad as well. Um, and again, just because of logistics and time, we only got to do Europe. I mean, if you think it about really, there are 2,763 2, stations open now in the UK, mm, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. plus a lot more that are, that are shut, plus all the ones across Europe. And that's just the stations. That's not hotels, signal boxes and so on. I mean, there, there are literally hundreds of, of great stories we could tell about the architecture the railways built. But these are the ones that we managed to line up 
uh, to fit in those two weeks for me filming and then two weeks for me that the next bit and then four weeks of filming without me um and then me doing voiceovers for oh days <laughs> um uh yeah so um well actually nights lots of, I, I used to go after work to go and do my voiceovers um and then record a, a, an episode after work uh and, and yeah i mean just just a fascinating process of how voiceovers work and training your voice to voiceovers and spending time getting in the right mindset and then timing us. Oh, it's, 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 it's being directed to do voiceovers is, is a, a, a fascinating experience. Um, so this coming weekend or this week, rather, we've got the landmark hotel, which is the old British rail headquarters, 222 Marylebone road, as everyone knows it. Uh, my dad previously worked briefly as well. <laughs> we've got the Fissignog Railway and all the architecture up and down that. And then we've got uh, the brilliant Ian de Burr, um, who is an adjunct, is um, a historian in the Netherlands. I mean, he takes us to this incredible waiting room in Amsterdam Central. So that's this coming Tuesday. And normally it's all locked up and secret, but we've got access to this royal waiting room, uh, which is very rare and, and just, uh, just insane interior. Um at the Landmark Hotel, we, we go up into the roof to look for the, the, the bike track that used to be up there. Ah. Uh, and then um, and then we go and we get shown a secret tunnel as well, which, which they only found like, a week before we started to film. Oh, really? <laughs> quite, so we were the first people down there for a very long time. Yeah. So people who like underground uh, secret spaces, this, this is quite interesting. Then the next week, Tuesday the 12th of May, is King's Cross Station. Uh, we go to the funicular railway, the, the Clifton Rocks Railway, which is in, uh, underneath the Clifton Suspension Bridge at, uh, at, uh, in Bristol. The Gulch Viaduct, uh, we go on top of and inside in Germany. Ah, and then Gulch. down Dartmouth ah. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there is a picture uh, there. Just, of course you have to go there. It's absolutely stunning, isn't it? There. Then the next week, it's, it's, it's Ribblehead Viaduct, settled the Carlisle line. And just looking at the, 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 um, the Derby Gothic style of, of settled the Carlisle line. It's, it's really... And then we go meet this, this, a friend of mine, uh, Mark. Mark and Pat, his wife, um, own the old Settle uh, water tower. And they've converted it into a, into a house. Yeah, uh, and they've converted the, the water tower and the water tank on top into into a like a, <laughs> an observation deck. <laughs> uh, it's very it's, it's very grand design. It's great. Um, yeah, yeah. And Mark's just around that building and how he's repurposed it, and that's, that's just lovely. Uh, and I go and learn how to how to not uh, build door frames and woodwork. Um, Oh, we could Surbiton. Surbiton in southwest London. Oh, we go to the Art Deco station. We go and look at uh, York, uh, and there's a couple of, of, of friends of friends of ours, uh, who uh, Emma and indeed uh, Andrew from NRM. Oh, yeah, uh, around that. Yeah. Uh, and the Hungerberg Barn in Innsbruck, which is another funicular. Mm. No, it's that. And then uh, I, I'm not going to go throughout because it'll take us forever. But the next episode, we go and meet my parents. <laughs> in possibly uh, the most ill-advised sequence of my career, uh, <laughs> I meet my parents on television, uh, which actually is 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 nice because we go meet, we go to my dad's uh, first childhood home, um, a, a, a little house in uh, Metroland. Mm. Um, uh, in Ickenham in in northwest London. 
uh, and we kind of go and learn about how Metroland grew up around the Metropolitan Railway and various other buildings around Metroland. Great Malvern in the West Midlands, which is, of course is a fabulous detail station, and The Worm we go down as well. Oh, yeah, of course, the the funny little connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, yes. I should realise, um, there are 202 people watching this. There um, are, yeah. 204. And, it's going up. Crikey. 207. I, I, I just want to say thank you very much indeed if you are watching this. Um, I, 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 I'm genuinely uh, very... Uh, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm humbled by the fact that people want to know about this stuff and the stuff that, that we find interesting. So thank you for joining us. And also thank you for all the people that tuned in last night uh, because... I, I can't say exact numbers, but um, it was a surprisingly large number of people <laughs> <laughs> tuned into that program. Uh, and the feedback today on Twitter, uh, I, I actually had to stop looking at it because it, it was it was uh, very kind feedback, uh, uh, and and has and the team has all uh, read all that feedback just soon because it isn't just me. I want to be quite clear about this. Although I present it. And uh, <clears throat> I, I went to the channel, well, I, didn't know the channel I, I went to the producers with this idea of a programme uh, some time ago. Um, I am but one person in a very, uh, very talented team of uh, wonderful, interesting people who've made this programme. Uh, you know, the, the behind, behind the camera uh, are a couple of director producers and, and editors, several producers and voiceovers and oh, oh, just, just uh, researchers, all sorts of wonderful people that made it happen. Um, uh, yes, at, at Brown Bob Productions. We watched it because um, we loved it, Tim. It was just terrific. You, know, you, you, you talk about the Railway Family, but the programme, you, you've, we've seen one episode and already we've got a flavour that you've created a programme that really reflects that energy, that warmth of the Railway Family, the, the, the idea of people wanting to share. Actually, come and have a look at this little story and share that. And, 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 it, and it, the programme, with one episode, we already get that feeling. We're all, that's why so many people have enjoyed it. And I'm looking forward to nine more episodes and then another ten, series two, uh and so on um yeah it's it's it brought a lot of people joy and we've had one episode only so far i mean nine more to go it's i can't wait i mean people might go by sit by episode like six uh i'd be like going like, really and an, uh, another station no, no um, people will be emailing no. you that their lists of things they think you should go and see i've already written down some while we've been doing this well it did for for whatever reason it might be, I I would very much uh, like if people if people think there are interesting stories behind structures, um, that there are interesting tales to tell. Not not just it's a beautiful building, you know, because there are lots of beautiful buildings. If there are interesting stories about why things were created that you think are interesting please uh do just drop me a tweet um or uh an email you can find my email address on on um uh if you click onto my site from my profile uh you can do that um i i, I genuinely would be interested in other uh locations uh we obviously have a, a long list of things we haven't yet done that we might want to if we ever got the chance to do that um but i would very much uh, welcome anyone's suggestions of interesting stories genuinely uh, so 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 please do um i won't go on too much longer because it's it is 20 past eight it is we've run on people don't mind but they have shall we let's I tell you let's go back to let's go back to the presentation i'm so sorry we'll, no 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 not I'm at so all. Sorry. everyone's very happy they're loving it um 
Uh, oh, crikey. Uh, people are asking about all sorts of things about how, about the second series. Second series questions we'll save until no, we get Tim on later. The, the, the there is, the, the, to, to, just so we're quite clear about this, there is no second series. Yes. But I, I, I would I would like to have other people's suggestions places to go or look at uh, if we were to do a different sort of project with those sort of things. Um, unrated this program. So I'm again as as a historian, I am fascinated endlessly by the opportunity of, of, of stories to delve further into uh, that we can start off with and then find out interesting stories that we might be able to correct or to um to back up or to explain in in, in different formats sounds like cryptic i know but um I, i'm 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 we're in a unique position of of of, of being able to to to, to have uh research and interesting people and can you that dog they've sent the dogs out tim we broke that we're 20 minutes late and they've sent the dogs for us Honestly. <laughs> um, uh. Very quickly, uh, other things coming up as well. Just, 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 just St Pancras, Castle Howard Station, the Stoos uh, Funicular Railway, um, the Glacier Express route, all those viaducts on Glacier Express route. Um, Seven Bridge Junction, we've got uh, 55 Broadway uh, in London, the old TfL headquarters. Mount Snowden, the, the big new station and visitor centre on top. Oh, yes. Strasbourg Station, which is a big sort of bubble of, of, of glass to enclose it. Yes. Uh, Wolferton Royal Station in Norfolk, Helsinki Station, Barmouth Bridge in Wales, the Stockton and Darlington Railway, we've got loads of things up and down that. Um, Stockholm Metro. Chapel Viaduct in Essex is massive brick viaduct with quite small bricks. Um, Hitachi Factory, the entirety of Swindon Newtown. The whole um, thing. Yeah, the whole thing. Pretty much. It was a, <laughs> a long two days, that one. Uh, three days spent in Swindon. Um, the Jubilee Linux, because that, that was built, the railway works, of course, to accommodate all the workers. Mm. Um, Jubilee Linux extension and Milan Station as well. Um, so there, there's what about uh, there are at least forty buildings, if not fifty or so. We, 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 we talk about packed in. Um, we've had so we've had John Walton talking with interesting stories. I'm just going to mention this one because it has cheese in it. John Walton uh, says that we should or you should go down to his neck of the woods in France, where they have a railway tunnel of cheese, disused local railway tunnel now used for maturing a fromage. Now. I have heard of this, and I was down in the south of France uh, just before lockdown. The week before, two weeks beforehand, I was filming another thing uh, <laughs> for Channel 5, uh, which is on telly fairly soon. Um, and I did the, oh, what's the line that goes up from Nîmes? Oh, anyway, I, I, I did, I did uh, a day and a bit on that, two days on that surprisingly i was supposed to be there for one day but we ended up as ever talking too much and we found interesting things <laughs> i can't imagine that ever happening uh, no uh, I, yeah i, 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 I did um oh what was it uh, impossible railway impossible or secret railways secret railways yes. on on channel i know uh, yesterday that was what two years ago and they said oh can you come out to the hearts mountain railway because you know that narrow gauge railways and and you understand the technology behind them and why and so on and, 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 and the history behind it. I was like, yeah, great. So I went out there uh, and they went, well, um, none of us actually speak 
German, very good German, and I speak a bit of German, not very much. Um, and I interviewed in the end, I, I, I did my bit on, on the Hart Mountain Railway as sort of, you know, a contributor. And the next day I ended up spending an extra day. So they changed my flights and so on and got me on the night in a hotel just because they were like, we need you here to ask more questions and take us on the works. So I spent a very, very happy I called up work, my full-time work, and said, um, you know, I came for the weekend to Germany. <laughs> well, I'm actually going to stay another day, come playing trains. And it being a rail-rated company, they went, of course you can. Um, have fun. Um, and uh, so I checked in into the hotel for another night, and I spent a very happy day in Wernigerode Locomotive Works um, interviewing uh, some of the staff. Um for the, but I didn't appear on it on that bit because I was just just asking questions in in German, going "Was is das?" <laughs> uh, uh, but um, yeah, it, it, yeah, you get to do some some fun things. Mm. I digress as ever. We, we, we do, but I think it's time we're getting. We, I think we're there. I think we're, we're at the point where we can tie things up. We're, we're like so. If I do this again, we're we're in the outro slides. Um, Tim. Uh, well, firstly, okay, thanks thanks all of you, two hundred and twenty people who are watching this. Um, Thank you very much. Um, I don't know to what extent we've talked through the pictures. For the people who listen to this, uh, there are people who are blind who actually listen to this as a podcast format, um, which makes me quite excited. It's quite cool. Um, so it's available. Thanks, Giel, who has joined us from the Netherlands. Uh, Giel is our podcast creator. Um, and, uh, oh, I need to press this button here. And uh, next episode, we're talking about the fourth bridge. Uh, which should be good. Uh, my favourite. Oh, is that picture of, of what's his name? Yes, with uh, I, I, the, there's a Japanese graduate engineer. It's the chap sat yes. in the middle, and his story is quite interesting. So we're going to talk a little bit about um, the chap in the middle, as well as the uh, Baker and Fowler either side. Um, so that should be quite interesting. Uh, it's uh, yeah, it'll be a little slower than the advanced passenger train in this one. So we're not going to talk about it as much, and it's going to be a little bit more open and chatty because we've hammered through. Uh, and got hammered, chin chin. Um, and so the next one's going to be a bit slower paced. I know, oh, that's all right, I'm fine. It's only one whiskey. Mm. Singleton tail fire, very nice. Um, so that's next episode. Do join us, same time again. Um, oh, Patreon, I have to do this because it lets me buy things like better microphones and functioning <laughs> AV kit. Um, it really does help. And it's also where you go to, to, to vote on the next theme and to input into the series. So there are people who have supported me on Patreon who get to change things about Rail Matter. It's very exciting. And if you don't want to do that, you can throw things at me via coffee and PayPal as well in the usual places. Um, I, uh, yeah, that's, that's, thank you so much. Let's get Tim's face back up. Tim, thank you so much. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure, a real pleasure. Um, no, likewise. But thank you. Again, it's always a privilege to be able to, to share the things that we love, right? And um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm constantly surprised uh, about the generosity of people's time uh, they give to, to watch things that, that, that sometimes have the opportunity to make. Um, and, and genuinely, it is a privilege to be able to share stuff and go to places and open up doors that um, we might not normally get to do. Um, and, and it only happens because we know there's an interest. Now, we only do it because we know there's an interest in, in this stuff, and it, it comes from the heart. So um, thank you very much indeed, uh, and, and anyone who watches this right now, and thank you for those who have who've said nice things about the programme and watched it, because <laughs> it, is, it is there for you. So thank you. And uh, watch, watch the architecture of the railways built, 
uh, Tuesday evening, 8pm on yesterday, um, and see Tim do more things, and you've got a bit of an insight now. Uh, thanks everyone for watching so much, and um, cheerio from us both, cheerio, cheerio.